Hi. Um, I know. I know what you're thinking. I can hear it already, alright? I know. I came into 2023 strong and hopeful. And declaring that this was my podcast era. It is. Don't get it twisted. This is my podcast era and it will continue to be my podcast era. You just gotta give me a second. And if you're listening to this in the future, like if it's like months down the line and we're already in the podcast era, ignore me. Ignore me right now. This is not a message for you. But if you are someone who hangs out with me every time I post an episode, like right when I post it, first off, thank you and I love you. Second off, I still love you if you don't do that. And third, just bear with me, okay? I'm actually going to create an entire podcast episode on the tea, on all the details of what's been going on with the podcast because I think I'm figuring it out. I think I'm working through it and I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel because you know what? I'm not even going to get into it, okay? This was my moment for right now. I told you what you needed to know and let's just get into today's episode, okay? Okay, love you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about burnout. I think that burnout is like a really hefty conversation that needs to be had because sometimes it's like normalized in the online world or like in the entrepreneurial space. And it's funny because it's normalized in a way that you wouldn't think that it is normalized. There are so many people preaching how to avoid burnout or to not get burnt out or do X, Y, and Z to avoid burnout while everyone is working burnt out. Does that make sense? Does is, Are you hearing me? Because I think that it's so prevalent to the online space and what we're doing right now where everyone is like, oh, like, don't burn yourself out. Like, make sure, make sure you're outsourcing, make sure you're resting and taking care of yourself. But like the people saying these things aren't even doing that for themselves. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're smart. So, okay, real quick. What is burnout? If you don't know, I, I, took the liberty. I looked up the Oxford Dictionary definition of burnout and Google's definition. So let's read those. So Oxford Dictionary says, burnout is the state of being extremely tired or ill, either physically or mentally, because you have worked too hard. And I think that's great. I think that's really fantastic. But we're also going to read Google's um, because Google is not as like, like, professional and serious because obviously it's not oxford dish oxford dictionary see this we'll talk about it in the next episode but this is something like every time i would record i would stutter and i hated it and i was like no one's gonna want to listen to me if i'm stuttering but you know here's the thing i have i have shit to say and i'm gonna say my shit and i'm gonna attract my people by saying my shit so i'm just gonna talk and if you're gonna listen you're gonna listen and that's the tea that's what's going on here anyway The Google definition, if you just Google burnout definition, you get burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Um, And it also says it's characterized by three dimensions. Feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion, exhaustion, um, increased mental distance from one's job or feeling of negativism related to one's job yep is that a word that has to be a word i mean it's on google right let's believe everything the internet says for a moment here okay love that so 
obviously, um, Google here and Oxford Dictionary, they're kind of referring to job um, in just like a general sense. And that's fantastic. But I want to talk about that. First off, I want to talk about a lot of things. We're going to have a conversation here. Okay. But the first thing first, the difference between nine to five burnout versus entrepreneurial burnout or like burnout working for yourself versus burnout working a nine to five, because I think that there is a huge difference. And I'm not saying that one is worse than the other. One is more like important than the other because burnout is burnout baseline point blank period burnout is burnout but I do think that there is a difference while they're all still valid so nine to five burnout is like it sucks right you have a boss who maybe is like breathing down your neck you have to get x y and z done you're working overtime blah 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 but you also are going to clock out at some point you're gonna clock out at some point and you're gonna go home and like maybe you're still not able to like fully turn off like maybe your boss is expecting you to have your phone on all the time or um you're answering emails at home or whatever but there is still a sense of leaving the workplace and being all done with that right like it's not it's not something where like when you're an entrepreneur or you work from home, or you run your own business, or anything like that, like, when your home is your workspace, and your job is your business, is your baby, it's hard to clock out mentally. It's very, very difficult to clock out, and I think that this is not something that many people who are building a business or becoming an entrepreneur, whatever the case is, I don't think that a lot of us choose to learn this skill because we don't even think about it. We're used to working jobs where we clock in and clock out and that's it. Especially, especially like the young people coming into the entrepreneurial space. Like if all the jobs that you've had were very like, like high school jobs, like like working in food, working in retail, work like not like a desk job. Um, you're very much used to clocking in, clocking out. And there's a lot of there's a lot of young people in the entrepreneurial space. I being one of them. I'm only 23 years old. Um, and before this, I didn't really have a nine to five. I became an entrepreneur at uh, 20. Yeah, I was 20. I was freshly 20 um, when I started my business, my original virtual assistant business. And I had worked in fast food and I also worked at a grocery store briefly. And that's literally it. This is literally it. I never had a desk job, never like sent emails for a living. So I was very used to clocking in and clocking out. So I never thought once I started my business to learn like, oh, like let's mentally clock in and clock out because if I don't, I might never turn my brain off of work and I might burn out. Does that make sense? Is that making sense? Is that resonating with anyone else or is this just my personal experience? Because I know that when, so here's a little personal story. If you don't know my story, if you don't know like my business journey, I was a virtual assistant in 2020. I was a virtual assistant coach in like 2021-ish. Um, and then last year in 2022, I pivoted to be an intuition and energy coach for entrepreneurs. That's my vibe. That's what I do. Um, so when I was a virtual assistant coach, I was really, really burnt out. And I heard this, uh, I heard this like quote, this saying, I don't know 
who coined it. I don't know who said it, um, but it was when you quit your nine to five, you start a 24 seven. And so, like I said, before I was a virtual assistant, I had worked just whatever jobs I was working anywhere from like 35 to 40 hours a week. I was working a full-time schedule, but I was clocking in and clocking out. Like when I went home, I wasn't thinking about my job. When I, I just, it wasn't like burnout was never a thing for me. Never, it had never crossed my mind. I never overwhelmed my plate. I never overwhelmed my schedule. I just did what needed to do, but it was like, I always had enough downtime, like in school, in my adult, my young adult life. Um, and then I started a business and I started a 24 seven without even realizing it. So especially when I was a virtual assistant coach, I remember feeling so much freaking pressure to create the correct courses and programs that virtual assistants needed to be able to succeed in their business. And I really wanted my clients to succeed. And even though I thought, oh, like this aspect, usually some woo-woo fun stuff, um, some energy work, some stuff like that, um, I would I would think like, oh, this sounds like it would be so much fun to create this. But then I would look around the entrepreneurial space and be like, oof, not a soul is creating this. So that's really good and fun and fresh. Um, I will just create what everyone else is creating. So I ended up building out a whole product suite. And when I say building out a whole product suite, I mean, like, I I planned it. I planned a product suite that was, like, step one, step two, step three. I don't really remember, but I remember it being topics, like, of Instagram, of um, client experience, of, like, things that other people were making that virtual assistants needed that was just basically a copy and paste for what I saw successful virtual assistant coaches doing. And, oh, my gosh, this was that the beginning of 2021 I believe or like maybe like I don't know it was somewhere in some time period that exists at some point I really don't know everything has kind of been like smashed together for me in my head I have no concept of time anymore so anyway I digress I'm sorry about that (laughs) I just went about my life creating these things that I didn't one I didn't really enjoy creating I wasn't having a good time creating them because it just felt like very copy and paste like do this do that x y and z abc whatever here are these strategies that you know are the same thing that everyone else is doing and it's not really fun or intuitive or built for your specific energy and that's like not the vibe at all anyway and I was building out these product suites and I was doing all the things that you're supposed to do. But oh my gosh, was I miserable and burnt out and sad. And I, I adored my clients with my entire heart and soul. But I did not want to launch these things that I was putting my blood, sweat, and tears into. Ew, blood, sweat, and tears into... No, everything should be a passion project. I hope I'm making sense. I just actually realized that I've been talking this entire time. And I don't know what I've said. So I'm just going to slow down a minute. So I was building out these courses and I was launching them and I was just not having a good time at all. And I was so entirely burnt out that I started to not even be able to function. And keep in mind, I'm an entire mom. Like I have a child. My business doesn't have room to be my baby in the way that it is for other people because I have a baby. 
point blank period it is what it is I'm still passionate about uh my business and I'm passionate about my clients and their success and their results and all the things I just have a baby so at this point he's probably like one or two like maybe like pushing two um he just turned three actually two days ago which is insane anyway I would exhaust myself staying up until like three four in the morning just to have him wake up at like seven six sometimes and I'd be up with him all day and I was like quite literally digging my own grave I have no idea what was going through my mind back then I just wanted to succeed so bad And it was from, like, an energy of desperation. Like, I just want to succeed. I want to help people. I want to do these things. Which is a horrible, gross, disgusting energy to come from. Not the wanting to help and wanting to um, help people create a better life for themselves. That's a beautiful energy. But the desperation of being like, I need to do this in this way right now. Obviously, I was burnt out. So, after that long long story of me just trying to explain to you why I was so burnt out let's let's talk about the actual literal causes of burnout like what causes burnout because there's like a lot of different things that can cause you to burn out and it's not gonna really look the same for each person like like for example like let's think in really simple terms in high school my normal I was a very, like, C student. Um, Then there's no shame about that at all. I was a very average student. And I I took one AP class my senior year um, just because I was recommended for it because the teacher liked me um, because I had him in an elective the year prior. But, okay, this is, like, a few minutes in the future because my dog started barking and... I could see that the microphone was picking it up and that's just not a vibe. So I stopped talking and I don't actually know where I left off. I think I was talking about different balances of burnout. So let's talk about that because that's the topic that's coming to my brain right now. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely what I was talking about because let's talk about high school. In high school, there are kids who take 14 AP classes and play 72 varsity sports and do are like captain of all the teams and have all these extracurriculars and do all the things and they're just like fine like they're they're just fine because they love everything that they're doing that really is the basis of it they love everything that they're doing they have the passion for it they have the excitement they are ready and they are willing to do all the things but then me in high school I literally had no classes at least let's just senior year obviously freshman through junior year you have certain classes that you have to take my senior year I had to do zero things I had one advanced class that like it wasn't required I ended up not doing it because I had all the credits that I need to graduate and in my senior year that's really all I was focused on was just walking that stage so but like any ounce of schoolwork burnout immediately like I was not passionate about school. My brain could not handle school. I was just over and done with it. I was like, I have learned what I needed to learn here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's wrap this up. And that was my mindset. And when I tried to do anything, I remember just feeling 
exhausted and I like I needed to sleep for like a week straight and I didn't want to do anything that had to do with school so burnout for me back then was like a homework assignment that took me more than 20 minutes and there were other kids in my grade who were doing like six hours of extra homework and stuff outside of school and like also going to practice and doing all these things and just like they were fine and I was always so confused but the truth is is because I wasn't passionate about the stuff I was doing in school and they were that was gonna shift burnout so let's let's talk about causes of burnout um and then how to avoid it okay so the first cause of burnout that comes to my brain is losing balance in your life so especially as an entrepreneur that phrase when you quit your nine to five and you start at 24 seven that has a big uh big thing to do with like how burnt out you're going to be because if you lose balance if you accidentally spend three days in your room alone creating x y and z because you feel like you have to and you forget to take care of yourself or talk to another human being or anything like that you're losing balance now this can be a really aggressive scale like that like you close yourself off and you do something because you feel like you have to and all that is really the tea here burnout comes from have to because if you become inspired and you're like oh my gosh I have to create this thing right now and it's from a place of inspiration of aligned action and you sit down in your room and three days go by and you haven't talked to anyone and you maybe forgot to shower and like you maybe didn't eat enough like sometimes you get into those trances right but it's not a cause of burnout it's just you being inspired and taking action but if you're forcing yourself to do these things because you feel like you have to like you have to engage for six hours a day and you have to uh post 47 reels a week and uh you know 15 carousel posts and you have to do this you have to do that because other people told you you have to and you lose balance in your life because of that that is going to cause burnout that's going to cause burnout forced losing balance and in your life all right number two working out of alignment so that kind of, these all kind of play together because I think it's almost like a domino effect like you start to do one and the rest kind of just happen because you set yourself up in a way where it's like a mental game it's just like I have to I have to I have to I have to and that's like the basis of burnout I really feel like is the have to energy the have to need to should be doing like all these that gross masculine energy and I'm not saying all masculine energy is gross or like not needed you definitely have like there are things you have to do physical things in order to get a physical result we are in a 3d reality obviously that makes sense but you can't force yourself to do things that don't feel good so anyway working out of alignment as number two here If you don't feel aligned in doing something, like it doesn't feel intuitively good, it doesn't feel good for you or your business, like it's not something that you should be doing because it's going to cause burnout. If you decide that if, okay, say there's like some coach 
and they're making four bazillion dollars a minute and they're like if you want to make four bazillion dollars a minute you have to do this strategy and they give you this strategy and it's like really harsh salesy email templates and and like instagram graphics that just like don't resonate with you or align with you and your brand and it's like you have to use x y and z and do them in this order and blah blah blah. and you're reading through it and you're like i hate this but she said it made her four gazillion dollars so i am going to use it anyway and you sit down you start filling in all your information into these templates and doing all the things and the whole time you're like, eh, I don't really like the way that that says this. This seems really salesy and really weird. This seems icky and I don't like it. And you're doing it anyway, you're going to burn out because you're just simply working out of alignment and that's not good or fresh and it's not fun and it's going to burn you out because it takes the passion out of the passion project. It's literally 1 11 p.m. and this is at 2, 2, 2, 2 like 22 22 the timer on my whatever there's angel numbers around me right now anyway very fun and fresh working out of alignment not doing what feels good to you it's very very simple very simple number three number three busy work um a lot of entrepreneurs love to do busy work work that doesn't move the needle forward and if you don't know what that phrase means, moving the needle forward is like doing tasks that like actually move you towards your goals. You move the needle towards your goals. Busy work are things that you feel like you have to do for X, Y, and Z reason that fill up space and time without actually moving the needle or doing anything. So that could be like that could be like redoing your like email templates for an hour and a half again or like like going down a rabbit hole of someone else's content that is not serving you but just like you know making you jealous and you're thinking like oh like they're doing a really good job like why can't I do that like I don't know exactly what it's gonna look like for you but there's many ways that you can find busy work in the entrepreneurial space like have you ever sat down to work and you're like okay like I'm going to create, just for example, like I'm going to create like the next week of content and three hours go by and you have half a piece of content done and you're like, what the heck is going on? Whatever you were doing in that time is the busy work that is literally like helping you avoid the actual needle moving work. And that's an ego conversation, truly, but... The busy work is going to cause burnout because now you've worked for three hours and nothing's been done. So you still have, you know, the week of content creation that you wanted to do to do. Busy work causes burnout. Number four, number four is doing what other people say you should do, even if it feels wrong to you. Like I said, all of these kind of link together. Like if someone says, hey, this is what I did to um, hit this goal and that's the goal that you want to hit if you do what they did even though it feels wrong for you and the spirit of your business like it's not going to work for you it's not going to work for you simply because it isn't good for your energy it is working out of alignment it goes against your intuition and it's going to cause burnout and I think that we get so sucked into all of these little things because we feel like 
there's only a certain amount of ways to achieve something, right? Like, people are achieving ridiculous sums of money, and I keep going back to money because I feel like that is the most universally understood way of measuring success, but I want you to understand also that, like, I'm just doing that for simplicity purpose. There's so many ways to measure success outside of money, okay? Point blank period. We're not even going to go into that conversation right now. Maybe I'll talk about it in a different podcast episode, but I'm just using money for simplicity purposes. And I will do that a lot because I do genuinely think it's the most commonly understood uh, way of measuring success in some form. Um, But anytime I mention that in this episode or any future episodes or any past episodes, understand that I under like there are so many ways to measure success and money is not just one, not the only one. Okay. Anyway, Anyway, I don't even remember what I was saying. I don't even remember where that came from or where that went or where I was like going with that sentence, but uh, I think that's important for you to understand. Oh, I remember. I remember. Okay. Yes. There, people tend to think that there's like only a certain amount of ways to do certain things and it's just not true. It's just absolutely not true. There are so many ways to achieve anything. That's why there are so many, like, look at just the business coaching industry. Look at just the business coaching industry and how many people are promising that they have the way that is going to help you reach the goal that you want to reach. Every single person, they're not all selling the same framework, but they all say they have the way. Why? Because they all reached it in a certain way. So your job Your job, if you're looking at people who say they know how to do it and that they have the magical solution for you, your job is to figure out like which one is going to resonate with you, which one is actually going to serve you energetically, what your intuition is saying, what feels in alignment, like all these things. Because that's the real key to the success and to avoiding burnout and all those things is to focus on those three things what feels in alignment what your intuition says and what feels good for you simply put so how do we avoid burnout how do we avoid burnout just in like very bullet point ways first things first stay true to yourself what feels good to you what feels in alignment for you what's your intuition saying um stay true to yourself number two focus on your energy Focus on your own energy. People are going to come to you with many, many different like energy set points. Where are you? Where are you? Where is your energetic set point? And what is going to bring your energetic set point up to the next level? That's what you're going to want to focus on. You're not looking to go from energetic set point one all the way to 10. And is that possible? Absolutely, but not if you're out of alignment. And number three, number three is self-awareness. You have to be self-aware enough to understand when you're hitting a point of burnout and let that is mostly that's referring to all of them but really I'm talking about like losing balance in your life. You have to be self-aware enough to pull yourself out of that cycle to say hey this thing is not working for me. I am losing balance. I'm working out of alignment. I'm doing busy work. I'm working for hours and getting nothing done. It's time for me to step away. It's time for me to step away because obviously something is wrong and if I keep going down this path I am truly going to feel deeply unwell in many, many different ways in my own 
body in my own life and that is not what we want that is not what we're doing here you started your business to create a life of freedom whether no matter what kind of freedom you're looking for you started your business to create a life of freedom so let's not force ourselves to do stuff that doesn't feel good because there's so many ways to do everything you have to be self-aware enough to pull yourself out of any uh cycles that you're going through and that's literally literally little this is if you're this is about to be so potent so please pay attention right now if you cannot figure out if you're in a cycle look for repeating patterns i'll make an entire look i'll noting down right now to make an episode about this that is such an important conversation that we are going to have to have together very excited about that so now you know how to avoid burnout and you don't understand what burnout is and how it happens and all that fun stuff I told you I told you in the beginning of this episode that I was I experienced burnout I experienced all the things um in my virtual assistant coaching business and if you know me you know my story if you followed me on Instagram, if you hang out with me regularly, you know about my four-week hiatus. My four-week hiatus simply changed my life, um, point blank period, baseline. There's no way else to put that. It changed my life because when I thought I was going to quit um, because I was so burnt out and I didn't know what to do, I ended up reinventing my entire business in a way that feels super aligned that not my dog absolutely killing the vibe right now. My four-week hiatus completely, okay, I think he's done. We're going to rewind. Okay, my four-week hiatus literally changed my life because simply put, I thought I was going to quit my business and I ended up not quitting my business. What I ended up doing was changing my business to Virtually Liberated, what you know now, what you see today, and it is a business that supports my alignment, prioritizes my intuition. And allows me to move and groove with flow and ease, my favorite freaking words. And I just do whatever feels good. I do whatever feels good and I have created a really fun and successful business because of it. Now, um, it took me a year to figure out exactly what I did and how I did it. um, And to separate myself enough from it and reflect on my four-week hiatus. But I've done it. And I've created a beautiful framework that is so magically life-changing. And I am so excited to be able to share it with you. And I know this is the first time that I have announced it on my podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know. Revived, the mini mind is now open and ready for applicants. It is literally so freaking potent. And I'm so excited. When Remember um, when I was telling you, about my VA coaching business I like planned out this whole product suite and like did all the fun like things that burnt me out this is nothing like that and this is a passion project from the source of passion in my heart this is the moment where you have the ability to feel Fully in control, fully in alignment, fully in flow with your business from this framework. 
I now have the ability to give you the exact tools and resources and everything that you need to build a business that actually creates the life that you were dreaming of when you decided that you were going to become a business owner. And that is so fucking magical. And I'm so excited for it. This is a four-month mini mind. We're going to hang out for four months. It is the framework that I followed unintentionally in my four-week hiatus. And it is life-changing. You get to hang out with me and six other super badass CEOs who are looking for realignment, who are looking to tune into their intuition and work with flow and ease in a way that feels good and build a business that feels so fucking good. This is the mini mind that you need to be in if you have thought to yourself, am I even cut out for this? If you have thought, am I even cut out for this? I am deeply, deeply encouraging you to get into my DMs. I want you to go to Instagram right now and message me. Now is your time and I am so fucking ready to support you. I am so ready to support you and yeah, yeah, that's the vibes. I hope for each and every single soul listening to this that you get to feel the freedom of true innovation, of true entrepreneurship, because it is so, so worth it. When you learn to get rid of burnout by working in alignment and taking aligned action, listening to your intuition and doing things that feel good instead of leaning into the shoulds, the have tos, the need tos, anything like that, it's a whole different world. It is a whole different world now we are on pre-sale right now until march 1st we're on pre-sale of the mini mind so it's uh two 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 down right now to claim your spot with a signed contract plus five 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 a month for four months during the duration of the mini mind now the the monthly payments do not start until april so you have all of march to get your ducks in a row do all the things and I know and deeply, deeply trust that you know what's best for you in your business. So if you're resonating at all, if you are feeling a twinge, if your intuition is calling you, please message me on Instagram, virtually liberated on Instagram. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so happy that we're on this flow again. This feels so good. I cannot believe it's been for 40 minutes. Like I cannot believe I've been talking for 40 minutes. I love you so deeply, so dearly, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Love ya!